podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Thursday on which absolutely nothing is happening because why would it join the transfer window? Um, we can just go around the main Liverpool websites because there's not a whole lot going on. Nobody's got much to say. None of the journalists have much to report. I did note that Neil Jones said that he thinks there's a possibility somebody could arrive potentially on loan. Before the end of the window, uh, loan deals traditionally under Jürgen haven't really worked out all that well, if we're being honest. Uh, You could actually say they've been pretty much a disaster. Uh, Since he took over, we signed Stephen Calker on loan as an emergency centre-back. And uh, he's most notable for having had to play up front in a game for us. So that wasn't good. That was in the 15-16 season, and people still laugh about it now. So nobody in 16-17 or 17-18 on loan, nobody in 18-19 on loan, which, you know, we, we spent a lot of money that summer, so... It wasn't too bad. We didn't need to bring in anybody that season. Uh, It was the following season we started to leave ourselves short. And uh, again, nobody on loan in 1920, but we went on and won the league, so that excused everything. And in 2021, we brought in Ozan Kabak. He did fairly well, but... I don't think anyone would describe it as a successful loan because he got injured and then we sent him back at the end of it when, in truth, we probably should have kept him. Uh, Not that he was spectacularly good or anything, but just for numbers. Uh, This season, we brought in Arthur Mello on loan. He has played once so far, 14 minutes against Napoli in a game in which we got hammered. Then he got injured. Hasn't been seen since. He is working his way back. He did try, to his credit, he did try very hard to get himself in good physical condition to be able to play, and that's how he got hurt. He overtrained himself. But it hasn't worked out. It just hasn't worked out. And I don't know how much he'll play across the back half of the season, but... It's not great. And our record with signing players on loan, as you can see under Klopp, with with three loans, all of which have been failures, 
uh, isn't great. So I wouldn't really put much faith in our ability to get the right player and on loan. If it was somebody that was a long-term target that we thought we could get on a loan with an obligation to buy or something, or even a you know good option to buy, then fair enough. But it just doesn't seem likely for us. So we'll again be leaving ourselves short. But that is what it is. Um, Cody Gakbo's new role helped Liverpool off the ball. Now they must improve on it. This piece was written by Harry McMullen for This Is Anfield. So do give that a look. Um, it's interesting with Gakpo. I, I, seeing so many people already starting to write him off, he definitely hasn't impressed. We, we can all say that honestly. He hasn't impressed. But this is a Liverpool team playing dreadfully. And it's not like he's been awful. He's been used in a position that's not his own a position that he doesn't have a whole lot of experience in, a position that won't be the role he plays moving forward, you wouldn't imagine, when everybody's fit. It's a strange one. I wasn't, I've never been a big Gakpo fan, but I watched a bunch of them when the rumour started that we were in the mix for him. And there is a lot to like about what he offers. It's just whether or not what he offers is what we actually need or whether we can fit it into how we play. I stand by what I said originally. I do think he's a less talented Marcus Rashford. But Marcus Rashford's a hell of a player. And if he could be 80% of Rashford, he'd be he's going to be a good squad addition for certain. But whether or not that justifies the fee remains to be seen. How Stefan Basetic earned a Jurgen Klopp's trust and a long-term Liverpool role, uh, written by Joel Rab- Rabinowitz. Um, Rabinowitz? I'm not sure. I think it's Rabinowitz. Um, I do think there's a level of getting a little bit carried away with, with Basetic. I mean, he... He struggled against City in the Cup. He looked way out of his depth. He did play well against Wolves in the Cup, but it wasn't a full-strength Wolves midfield. And I thought in that first half against Chelsea, he again looked a little bit out of his depth. He grew into it, and by the second half, he was playing very well. But I do think we just need to relax a little and not put too much pressure on him because he is only a kid. And this idea that he should be a first-choice starter next season is just ridiculous. We've seen other young players come into the team, and in fact, this article mentions Chiravella and Tyler Morton as players that came into the first team. Now, he looks a level above them, but they looked good in early first-team outings So we'll just have to wait and see. Let's not let's not rush him because you don't want to you don't want to risk ruining what could be a long term starter by pushing him 
Ford before he's ready to go. 15 new Anfield Road expansion photos as new stand continues to take shape. Uh, this is Anfield have been brilliant, actually, with with following the the construction of the new stadium or the new stand. And it really does look impressive. Like it is going to be a massive structure. It just engulfs the old stand. It's incredible. It is absolutely incredible how impressive it looks. And it, along with the with the expanded main stand, really do make the stadium a lot more intimidating. If they could do the Kenny next, it would look very, very impressive. And then it would just be the cop. I think the cop needs to be done differently. I think it needs to be done as a single tier, similar to the yellow wall in Dortmund. Whether or not they can do the cop, I don't know. I have doubts because obviously there's a road directly behind. But I do think the Kenny could be done. Again, it would take a lot of finagling with residents because there's houses there that need to be bought out. I know the club owns quite a few of them already, but there are others that need to be taken into consideration. And there's other facilities that side that would need to be reckoned with as well. But these pictures are very, very impressive. They've had their drone up and it really is taking shape. LeBron James debuts his new special edition Liverpool shirt at last night's Lakers game. And it is ugly as all hell. Engineered to the exact specifications of Liverpool FC and LeBron James. Now, it's not helped by the fact that he's wearing it over a black hoodie. As Guy said, it would look a lot better under a black hoodie, but that's neither here nor there. It might not look as ugly if it wasn't over a black hoodie. If it was just, you know, on his skin, it might look a bit better. But I I have doubts. (laughs) I do have doubts. It's not great. It's not great. Yet another uh, damp squib from Nike, in my opinion. What else do we have here? There's a quiz on this is Anfield. Name the 33 players signed for Liverpool by Brendan Rodgers. There will be some dross in that. There will be some dross in that. That's about it from This Is Anfield. Liverpool.com. Media Digest is the headline piece. Chelsea plan Liverpool transfer hijack as Federico Chiesa could be available for a very low fee. So I saw this Chiesa thing last night and... Somebody was linking them to Arsenal and they claimed that there was a that he could be had for 17.6 million. There is zero chance, zero chance he would go at that price. It's to say it's it's this is citing that same article. 
absolutely nonsense. There is no chance Juventus would consider anything below about 70 million for him, even coming back off an ACL tear. Chelsea transfer hijack. There's reports yesterday that Chelsea are interested in Matthias Nunes. Um, I mean, if we could get Caicedo, wouldn't be too upset with them taking Nunes. I like Nunes and I would like us to sign him. But there are others I would much prefer us to sign. Caicedo, Kone, Ugart, just to name three. What else is in this? Uh, Besetic set for a new Liverpool deal. That wouldn't be a surprise if he got a new deal, in fairness. It wouldn't be a surprise. It's what they do with, with young players. They give them a new deal. Every six months, then every 12 months, just keeps them locked in, keeps them focused, keeps them rewarded. Jurgen Klopp and Pep and Linders have already tried four Liverpool fixes and may have a blueprint at last. Liverpool deputy could become Darwin Nunes' partner as Jurgen Klopp should seek 15 million transfer. Oh, it's Jonas Wind. Um, he's definitely a good player. He definitely is a good player. He's 23. I definitely wouldn't be against it. If we we were getting rid of Bobby and wanted to bring one more in, yeah, I wouldn't be against Jonas Wind. I'd prefer somebody who can play that inside left role. Sorry, inside right role, a left footer, someone like Makoko to back up Mo and be the successor for Mo. But, uh, yeah, you wouldn't say no to Jonas Wind, I don't think. Liverpool have quietly repeated 15 million transfers, transfer success as Jurgen Klopp January calls speaks volumes. Oh, this is about Calvin Ramsey. Um, I'm not sure... I'm not sure we can classify Ramsey as a success at this point, considering he, well, he hasn't played. Um, So, you know, hopefully in time he will become a success. Liverpool should accelerate Luis Diaz and Darwin Nunes transfer model for ace like Luis Suarez. Okay. South American footballers are hot properties in the Premier League at the moment in the aftermath of Brexit. Not only have they become more accessible due to the point-based work permit system waiting in their favour, but they've become a lot more lucrative in turn. Just take a look at Liverpool's two last two major signings, both Luis Diaz and Darwin Nunes held from that concept. Well, we signed Cody Gakbo after this article, or before this article was written as well. You'd have to class him as a major signing. Um Oh, this is Luciano Rodriguez, the kid that's getting a lot of hype about this um, during the 20s tournament. He is getting quite a bit of hype. Uh, I don't know if he's like Luis Suarez or anything of that nature, but he plays for uh, Liverpool in Uruguay and he is 
by all accounts, very highly regarded. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know how good he is. He scored seven goals in 51 games. Sorry, seven goals in 57 games for his previous club. But this was as a 16, 17, 18-year-old. So, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Jurgen Klopp confirms retirement plan. Well, he, he didn't actually do anything of the sort. Uh, Anfieldindex.com. We've no new articles up. Stephen Smith is slacking. So send him an abusive tweet. Um, there are a couple of new podcasts coming today. There's a new Scouted coming out today. We recorded two yesterday. Uh, so I'm not sure which one's coming out today. Uh, one where we discussed a few Premier League teams and what the... I suppose what the outlook for them is, and one where we had a look at potential sporting director candidates for Liverpool. So one of them will be out today and the other one will be out in a few days. Uh, there is a Moby on the spot coming today as well. It may well be Jim Boardman instead of Trev, but it will be out today, if not tonight, tomorrow. Um, so that will be there for you as well. And that will do me for today, folks. Thank you as always. And I will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.